This is Katie and Kate Carbondale, Community Access Radio, Glenwood Springs, Carbondale, the Roaring Fork Valley, and beyond. You're listening to GeekSpeak on Katie and Kate. Support for Katie and Kate comes from Louie the Computer Guy, providing PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. Be secure, informed, and connected. Louie will pick up and deliver your hardware safely and sanitized. 948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk, in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. How's it going, Matt? Going well. Let's turn that down. All right. I got to admit, I, I looked at the calendar and thought, this isn't the third Monday. And, like, I spent part of my day going, we don't have GeekSpeak today. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I got an email from one of the uh, extremely capable people at, on the KDNK staff and says, are you doing Ge- GeekSpeak today? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I yes. am. Yes. That's the plan. (laughs) All right. So uh, I hear there's a new uh, social media app out there. It's called Truth Social. Truth Social. Yeah. It is being, uh, Hmm. it's basically was added to the Apple App Store today. Uh, It is uh, uh, Donald Trump. Hmm. Donald Trump's social network. Yeah. I don't know I've been exploring uh, what's your minds and uh, what's it locals. Huh. so I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, just they're 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 a little more center right uh, targeted, but okay. Um, and so I like I said I haven't played with them much, but uh, just kind of started just looking, you know, just like what else is out there. There's there's people making their decisions, so it's time to look around. Yeah, I have. Uh, Instead of all that, taken to interacting with human, humans, human, yeah, human it's, beings, yeah. it's much more but effective. People that breathe and stuff, and you know, yeah, they're <laughs> not uh, subterfuge from China or, or Russia. Well, they're not potentially, uh, <laughs> you know, three thousand lines of code, <laughs> right? Give me the answers I <laughs> thinks I want to get. <laughs> so that's that would be otherwise known as a bot. Right? Yes, yeah. So it's funny. I haven't heard much talk about bots lately. They're, uh, it's it must be out of vogue to be a bot. I guess or to use bots anymore. So it's um yeah. So uh, I was just oh actually we should tell our callers uh, if you want to call in and uh, with any of your tech questions or uh, share any uh, cool little tech factoids that you may have come across. Uh, we are all ears nine seven zero nine six three two nine seven six is the number to call. And um, so uh, Truth Social, uh, it took the writer of this article five attempts and several error messages to sign up, and then he got waitlisted. So, and I'm not going to say because uh, one of the other big tech launches that I've been followed, that I followed in the last 15 years was the launch of uh, the Affordable Care Act, and it wasn't much better. <laughs> so it can happen. Much better. Whether sure. you got a red hat or a blue hat on, uh, well, I guess we can talk about this in a month. You, you can still, <laughs> you can still, <laughs> you can still launch a platform that isn't ready for prime time. Is I mean, that's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. So well, there's so many cool uh, server side tools at this point. There's Kuber, you know, I mean, AWS, which is uh, Amazon Web Services, runs on top uh-huh. of Kubernetes, and, yeah. and it's so much easier than it used to be mm-hmm. to be able to put together a, a swarm of virtual machines yeah. that 
are you know all working together in concert mm-hmm. to run something like Facebook or uh, yeah. Truth Social or whatever whatever the site may be. Yeah, exactly. Well, and and I know that AWS isn't, which is uh, stands for Amazon Web Services. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, it's a behemoth um, network of uh, load balanced computer network internet servers. So across the country. Uh, so last year they had more uh, product launches than they did days in the year. So they had AWS launched, I, I think it was like 370 something, uh, certain new services as uh-huh. part of their platform okay. last year. So they actually had at least one mm-hmm. product launch every day. Got it. If you average it out. Okay. It's just insane. Yeah. So if you're a, if you're like planning on launching some sort of a big, um, what you anticipate to be heavily used, um, internet-based service, uh, uh, AWS is the uh, U-Haul truck of the internet. <laughs> yeah, you can basically rent it for any period of time. You can uh, you can get as many dollies and as many blankets as you need, and um, it, you can pretty much configure it any way you want. Um, uh, if I if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure said um, named head of this social media platform was deplatformed from AWS about a year ago. Right. Yeah, I think so, I believe you're correct. Yeah, so I remember something about that. He's definitely using some other um some other infrastructure to yeah. or or maybe well, not, you know. Well, and there's there's maybe, Google, IBM and Maybe it's Rackspace a guy sitting in an apartment in Midtown Manhattan with a um, you know, a cluster of servers in his an, an 8 core <laughs> AMD Ryzen, you know, server. So uh, you just never I, know. I have more than that laying around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They should have called Matt McBrayer. Um, I'm so. impar- I am impartial in that case, yes. Got it. Free speech. Yeah. Well, there is that. Um, and if there's anybody out there that has any experiences with uh, Truth Social uh, who would like to share it with us on, on the air, we would be more than happy to take your call. Uh, once again, 970-963-2976. Uh, let's see. You had another uh, topic, right, Matt, that you wanted to talk about? Uh-oh, it's gone in my head. Oh, dear. What was it? Okay. Well, let's talk about what we were talking about with, oh, yes. with Greg really quick. Um, sure. It's, uh, I, I got turned on to this really cool device. This is, a, this is me nerding out on a gadget here. Um, this thing is, and, and there are a bunch of different um, peers to this product. The one I got is, is called a DB-powered DJS-50. And what it is, it is a little, kind of like a little power brick, and uh, it is capable of jump-starting a car. And all the way up to an eight-cylinder, as this is, it'll, it'll jump-start an, uh, an eight-cylinder pickup truck um, in, in a pinch. Uh, you charge it using a mini USB connector, and so you, then you, can pl- you basically can charge it from your iPhone charger, I know. Granted, the smaller phone chargers, it it can take a day <laughs> to charge it, but the bigger ones, um, less than that. Well, so, uh, do you know if it does like uh, what is that? Quick charge three or something like that? You know what i th- I have not looked into that. Or is um, it just simple five volts, two amps, old school? Well, let me look it up. Okay. Um, but the uh, I'll go on so we, uh, our listeners aren't sitting there waiting for me. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, it will also it also has two USB ports on it, uh, which are output ports, and you can um, uh, actually, you know what? The one that I'm looking at uh, t- 
takes a regular DC, like a power uh, little wall wart, a little so black. It takes little, a, uh, what do you call it, uh, a barrel connector of some kind? Exactly, yeah. And uh, But it has two... Um, has two uh, USB ports, and uh, it will do quick charge, and it will do regular charge um, out of those USB ports. Of course, you if you, you run your phone off of it for too long, and then you leave your lights on, you might not be able to jumpstart your car. Right. But um, so far, this has not happened to me. Um, and actually, the one, the model number that I just gave everybody, I guess, has three different voltages. Uh, it'll do 12, 16, or 19 so technically, you could even power a laptop if you have the right cable because it has a barrel connector output as well. So if you have a male-to-male barrel cable for your laptop, you could run your laptop off of it Fantastic. as well. So, yeah. Oh, it's got a compass compass on it too. Wow. And you could really not get lost with one of those. <laughs> so anyway, but there are a number of different devices. I'm not, I'm not an agent for that particular company. It's just a really cool little uh, gizmo and it has saved my bacon on a couple of occasions. Um, I've you know, jump started my car with it probably three or four times. Um, when I, I, I got a new battery since then, but back when my battery was getting kind of wimpy, um, it, um, it bailed me out a couple of times. So Yeah. You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK, 963 in stereo. Uh, yeah, give us a call if uh, your printer needs its cable jiggled. Yeah. We haven't had a cable jiggling call for a long time. It's been a while. We? You know? Yeah. Maybe they're all wireless uh, now and they yeah. never break. I you know what I'm coming across more and more in, uh, is uh, dried up ink cartridges or uh, print heads on inkjet printers just being caked you know and so that's one of the uh things that people should know is if you're gonna if you're gonna get an inkjet printer you should plan on like run it run it every month no matter what right (laughs) you know print something really uh graphics and color intense to and that'll basically keep all of your print heads flowing and um because uh, once they cake up too hard you got to replace the printer and um, it does have yeah. most most inkjet printers have a uh, cleaning utility that will um, allow you to clean the print heads. And for the most part, sometimes you have to run it three, four, five times. Yep. But um, it will uh, breathe some new life into your ta- ink ink tanks. So, all right. Or if you print black and white infrequently, go get a cheap laser printer. There you go. Well, I mean. That that's the elephant in the room, isn't it? I mm-hmm. mean, just get a laser printer, <laughs> right? If you know? if you, if it's for printing documents and it's in, and especially if it's infrequent, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have a, a printer from 1998, still works, still mm-hmm. functions. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go see. We finally went through. We I bought three toner cartridges for it ten years ago, fifteen years ago, uh-huh. uh, and we finally run out on the last one of the the set, and so now it's now I have to see if I can find a uh, cartridge for a you know a printer from two thousand or from nineteen ninety eight. Wow, that's impressive. Is it an HP? Yes. Yeah. Of yep. course. Is it a LaserJet two? Twelve hundred. Okay. TL. All right. That was a great model. So. It, well, yeah. the only, the only one better was the forty seventy or forty forty fifty forty seventy. One of I was two. I was big on the six L. That was one of my favorites. That was a great printer yeah, too. I had, yeah, I had a couple of those. So. Yeah, you know, I I've always speculated that. Um, <laughs> 
HP is a classic uh, example of a company that was building their product way too good. And somewhere in the early 2000s, uh, the meeting of the minds happened and somebody said, we got to quit making this stuff so good <laughs> because we're selling, yeah. we're selling tons of, of ink and toner, but we're not selling any printers. <laughs> and, uh, yep. Yeah. They were, they were tanks in the early two thousands for the, for the HP printers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they literally do not build them like that anymore. Yep. So, so the one Louis was mentioning earlier, uh, is, uh, we're, we're the, uh, Wireless phone companies are working on phasing out 3G. So if you have an old flip phone that's 3G only, it's going to cease working this year. That just breaks my heart. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I wonder if that's uh, true for like OnStar and some of the other uh, data-attached devices on cars and things. There. Oh, that's a good question. I didn't think about the fact that those are operate on, um, on 3G. Because I, yeah. I bet there's a whole bunch of, you know, I don't know what the other ones are, but I'm, there's a whole bunch yeah. of... Uh, you know, uh, early connected car technologies that are probably built on top of 3G that are going to no longer be available. Okay. Would be. Wow. So uh, dates, uh, and you can go double check with the carriers uh, to double check these dates. Uh, AT&T is going to be phasing out 3G in this month. Uh, Verizon is going to be phasing out by the end of the year, December 31st. And T-Mobile is going to be phasing it out March 31st, and then they'll be doing uh, the same for Sprint's 4G network in June, by June 30th of 2022. Okay, so and, pretty much by the end of this year, yep. it's a done deal. Yep, and uh, let's see here, and then T-Mobile's 3G UMTS network by July 1st. Let's see here, and they have yet to announce a date, uh, T-Mobile has not announced a date for their 2G network shutdown yet. 2G, I didn't even know there was such a thing. <laughs> I, you know, there has to be because a lot of people don't know this, but the G stands for generation. Right. Uh, so 3G basically means it's the third generation of cell phone technology. So what's the 2G network getting? Is that like for uh, emergency services? And I mean, is it that like just a real uh, remedial basic service that they're? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I think. Do they even do data over 2G? Because that's oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that's the difference. It's just it's just cellular. I think I'm it's only sure. cellular with text. I think you can only do cell phone and, and text. SMS. Yeah. SMS. Yep. Yeah. Okay, got it. So that one's still running for now, but it's going away. So if you have an old 3G 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 only device, uh, you should probably talk to your carrier and see what your path forward is. Yeah. Wow. All right, you're on with the geeks. Hello, you're on with the geeks. I must have missed you. Okay. All right. Call back. Yeah. Try that again. Yep. Um, well, you know, on the subject of uh, things being becoming obsolete, um, I found an article on the BBC Tech website um, that I guess it, you may have heard this story. Um, so there is uh, there are hundreds of people out there who had retinal implants to improve their sight. And the company that make, uh, made these, they're, they're called Argus 2 Bionic Eyes. Um, uh, they uh, are merging with another company, and they pretty much have let these people with these retinal implants know that the technology is going to become obsolete. Uh, and so they are... 
haven't gone completely through this whole story, but they're they're working on developing some sort of a brain implant instead for for vision. But there are a lot of people out there with impaired vision uh, who had these implants. Who and, and and I'm sorry, that's that's just wrong. <laughs> it's I mean, what do you have to do to? I mean, you have somebody get surgery. You know, they probably paid what sixty, seventy, eighty thousand. You know. To get these um, implants, yeah, that might be the cost yeah. of the implant. I'm, yeah, and so it, it, yeah, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't know what the, yeah. co- but I mean that's pretty complicated to put something on the retina and then have it run back to the uh, visual processing se- centers. Of the, I don't know if they attach. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a little thing that replaces the retina and attaches to the op- optic nerve, or if it replaces the optic nerve. It sounds like they're going to be doing something that replaces the optic nerve. Yeah, back to the visual cortex. But yeah. Exactly, but uh, yeah, that's just troubling. Um, I wonder what the expected the life expense expectancy of that product is in after it's been uh, surgically, you know, uh, implanted. Implanted. Yeah, because it's probably got to have a power source, right? I mean, wouldn't it? Would it have like a little lithium battery in it or something? I don't know. Some of those um, are nuclear, but I'm not. I don't know the specifics here. But yeah. you also have the light coming in through the eye, so. Mm-hmm. You could do some sort of photovoltaic. Oh, there you go. Yeah. If somebody knows, give us a call. Yeah. You're on with the geeks. Hey, geeks. How are you? It's Donna. Good. Hey, how's it going, Donna? Good. Pretty good. What's going on? I, I was in the car, so I wasn't able to listen in yet. We're talking about bionic eyes. Oh, <gasps> ooh. Wow. And and unfortunately, not in an entertaining way, because there's a company that made a bunch of bionic eye, uh, retinal implants, basically. Uh, and they've just announced that they're merging with another company and that uh, they're like, I guess they're saying hundreds of people who had these retinal implants um, are uh, face an uncertain future as the technology they rely on is about to become obsolete. So... Um, Oh, wow. I was just talking about how messed up that is. You can, like, cut somebody open and put something in their eyes and 10 years later go, oh, yeah, uh, you're going to have to upgrade. Um, so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of scary. It is. It is. It's, uh, it, you know, I was thinking. awake for those kinds of things. I was thinking about getting retinal implants, but I'm, I'm like, having second thoughts now. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> hey, I do have a an interesting thing that happened. Yeah, it's tell us. C- computer related, but I was watching the Olympics, and I thought, oh, I'll go upstairs. I flipped on the light switch, and the the audio uh, temporarily, like a half a second, went out on the TV, and I thought, oh, that's weird. Huh. And then uh, I I tried it again once or twice more, you know, and it would happen periodically. And it's always when I flip the switch. Isn't that interesting? And it's on a different circuit. And then I went in the kitchen to turn on like one of those handheld blenders. Uh-huh. And I tried it, tried that. And sure enough, the audio went out again. So there must be some weird, you know, RF interference or something because I have, I just recently put my antenna in my attic. Yeah, and, you and, don't have like a. Antenna. You don't have any smart technology on your. I mean, are you able to turn the lights on and off in your house from your smartphone when you're away, or anything like that? I I don't have any smart. No. Mm-mm. Okay. But this particular switch is a three-way switch, and so I know the wiring goes up 
to the second floor. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if it's acting like some weird, you know, antenna. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Boy, that's – you got any thoughts, Matt, on that? Yeah, I, I was thinking some sort of EMI, but I <laughs> – That's – yeah, you've stumped the geeks. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Well, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to test it. So that's using the TV antenna as the signal. Uh-huh. Like I said, the video doesn't go out, just the audio. So there must be some weird syncing thing. But anyway, ah, okay. but I'm going to connect it to Peacock, which is comes through the cable, right? The Internet. Yep, yep. Rather than the antenna. And I Let's see if it still does it there. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Let well, let, yeah, let us know how yeah. that goes. That's that's crazy, crazy stuff. Because did you guys watch the Olympics? Yeah, I, you know, I um, I was just going to ask you about. Um, th- did you? I did watch the Olympics. Okay. Yeah, I, I had some kind of um, lukewarm experiences with the Peacock app, uh, and I, it felt to me like uh, I, I was really excited. I thought now that I'm on the Peacock app, that that this would be a lot easier you know, that I'd be able to do on demand for certain events and things like that. And it seemed like every time I went in there, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's watch, let's watch some curling. (laughs) Just kidding. But, you know, I I basically choose that and it would, uh, a screen comes up that says uh, coverage will resume shortly. And and I'm just like, what's the, I mean, uh, and so I, I just, and after like three or four situations, I think I was actually able to get, what I was looking for on one or two occasions, but more often yep. than not, I got that message of coverage will resume shortly. And I was just like, you know, I'm rewatching the entire series of scrubs right now. And that is far more important to me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. Well, the interesting, I did get that when it was like alive and maybe it was at the end and I missed it or something. Uh-huh. But one of the interesting things is when I went to like watch the live figure skating, I thought it would be NBC commentary, like with the, you know, Johnny Weir and Carol Lipinski. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was just the, the live feed that they give all the networks. Uh-huh. So I totally, you know, I I didn't get to see the, yeah, or maybe it was a replay of the live event or something. Got it. Anyway, I didn't get to see the figure skating commentary. I Got was it. really bummed. Well, I'm going to digress anyway, for a second. Yeah. Did, did you check out Johnny Weir's hair? Yeah, isn't that crazy? It, it had to. I assume it was. I don't know if it was a wig or whatever. But he, well, I, I he's kept quite looking, entertaining to me. Yeah, I kept kept looking for the. You know how like on plastic things, there's a mold mark down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I kept yeah, looking, right. kept looking for that. Of like, and what, what? How does he hold it on there? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, it was, it's really funny. But I, I will say that I really like him and Kara's commentary a lot. Actually, uh huh. You know? No, they yeah. always they always so anyway, have some real winners, uh, you know, literally yeah. real winners, um, yeah. you know, to do that stuff. And uh, but, um, so, did you did you have to have work today, today, Donna? Did, did you have to work today? I did. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yep. Yep. And I'm you know I'm a lot of times in a like a skiff, you know, like a secure area. Oh yeah, so I, don't I know what have a skiff is. My phone is. or yeah. computer. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I I came out and I saw your message and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm missing Geek Speak. So I thought I'd call you guys real quick. Got it. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, so what's your what's your schedule, by the way? Is it every other week, or what is it? First and third Mondays. First and third. Okay, I'm going to put that in my. I'll put that in my calendar. Yeah. And um, All right, well, yeah, smartphone guys... smartphone yeah. calendar will let you program. Just say first and third Mondays. It'll do that. So. 
Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yep. Sounds good, guys. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Donna. And it looks like our listeners have wasted another perfectly good 25 minutes of their lives listening <laughs> okay, to Geek Okay, I'll talk Speak. to you guys later. All right. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. All right. Let's see how the math works out. Let's see here. We'll be back on the 7th of March. Woohoo! Spring break, baby. Spring break. Yeah. All you, right. Well, I'll try to get down from the slopes early enough. All right. You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Roaring Fork Help Desk in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. See you guys out there on the 7th. <laughs>